Welcome to the Empowering the Future of Work podcast from InTech Ideas. The world of work has changed dramatically for companies and their team members. It's almost like someone hit the fast forward button, creating a new normal for work. The challenges we're encountering are endless, but there is a better way. This podcast focuses on tips, tricks, and topics to help you to excel in this new normal. We'd love for you to join us after the show when we host discussions about each topic on LinkedIn and Twitter. Now let's get started. Hi, and welcome to Empowering the Future of Work podcast. This is Maria Vanessa from InTech Ideas, and I'll be your host for this episode. Today, my guest was one of the first people in the tech community here in Tampa Bay that I met networking over two years ago now, who has since been such a great mentor and support for me. Uh, Her name is Suzanne Ritchie. She is the founder and chief success officer of Computer Coach. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Maria Vanessa. Thank you for having me here. This is wonderful. Thank you so much for being on this episode with me. Um, So let's start off with, tell us a little bit about yourself and all the projects that you are involved in. Sure. So as you mentioned, I am the Chief Success Officer at Computer Coach. And at Computer Coach, we provide IT business certification training where we help individuals throughout their careers add on the skills they need to be successful. One of the unique aspects of Computer Coach is that we really focus on creating customized plans of study for individuals. So we look at where have you been, where do you want to go, and what skills are really needed to help you become successful. I have the absolute pleasure of doing that every day, right? That's what uh, I pay the bills with, as I joke. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then in addition, I do, I work a lot in the Tampa Bay tech community and the Tampa Bay community in general. I have a real passion for helping others as, you know, we have discussed several times. And so some of the other projects that I'm working on is I run the Tampa Bay Tech Career Advice Meetup, as well as the Career Success Academy Meetup, where the Tampa Bay Tech Career Advice Meetup focuses you know, generally for IT professionals who need to upskill, you know, that started just as a passion project for me. And I've just been absolutely blown away with the number of people who have embraced it and who really do, you know, need career advice and job searching is, it's difficult. Let's be right, (laughs) to say the least. Yeah. And it's unique to everybody, right? Everybody's job search is different. So there's not like a canned plan. And then through the Career Success Academy meetup, we focus more on individuals who are in the business community, right? Not necessarily techies, because it is a different skill, right? A lot of IT professionals, you know, they tend to be more introverted. So they may not like the, you know, thinking outside of the box skills of networking and, you know, meeting new friends and things like that. Yeah. So in addition to that, I started with my fellow co-founders from High Tech Connect. We started Higher Up Florida, which is an initiative which connects job seekers with hiring companies where you actually get face-to-face time. We've taken the resume out of the hiring process to begin with. I mean, of course, right. you need a resume, right? But what we I done- love that. Yeah. Well, and it's really beneficial because what we've done at Higher Up Florida is we've created this unique platform 
that job seekers get FaceTime with recruiters and hiring managers within companies, not just local. Some of them are national, but I mean, we do have a, a focus cool. on the Tampa Bay community. Yeah. But it allows people within the hiring process to see the candidate first and talk to the candidate. Exactly. Some people don't write good resumes. Let's be no. real. <laughs> and, and so some other things that I have going on with um, Cassandra Perez, who works with me at Computer Coach, we created the Talent Acquisition Mixers, which has a more fun networking feel where we invite companies in and we, again, allow job seekers just to have, you know, FaceTime creating network connections. The companies may be pipelining for positions. They may have active positions. But again, it's just in this virtual world we've been thrown into, it gives job seekers the ability to still have FaceTime with hiring companies, which I think is great for a few reasons. You know, one, of course, it helps people find jobs, which we're incredibly proud of the success that we've had with these two hiring models as far as connecting Tampa Bay residents and employers. But in addition, it just allows job seekers to know that there are companies that are hiring. Yeah. And when you're sitting home during this, you know, virtual world we've all been thrown into, it's very easy to start thinking, wow, is anybody hiring? Are there any jobs out there? Because when you're just applying online and you get trapped in what my customers often call the dreaded black hole, right? The applicant tracking system, it feels like nobody's hiring. Yeah. What do you call that when uh, they just apply oh. endlessly online? Yeah, that's the uh, spray and pray methodology of job searching, which is not necessarily one of the strategies <laughs> I recommend. It's not. not no, really, no, it's not. A, it's not a best practice, I will say. I will agree with you. Uh, leaving it to uh, the spray and pray is is not the greatest uh, idea. <laughs> Definitely got to do a little more than that. Um, but you you got a lot um, on your plate. You've done so much, and you've been quite the busy lady. Um, you've been in the tech community now for twenty plus years or so. Yes, it's been twenty one years. I came to Tampa Bay and I started my first school and wow. I have seen it grown so much. I mean, just to give you an idea, there was no meetup when I started. <laughs> there was no. What are you talking was, about? No meetups, no, no LinkedIn. No meetups, no LinkedIn. <laughs> I mean, when I think back, I'm like, oh my goodness, am I really that old? But <laughs> I'm young at heart and that's what really matters, you know? Um, and, but since all the new things have developed, it's just given job seekers so many more opportunities, right? Yes. Um, like I was able to create LinkedIn Local Tampa Bay, which is another networking platform that I've run. LinkedIn Local Tampa Bay is very focused on face-to-face -face networking, right? Giving a human connection to the people that you connect with on LinkedIn. However, because of the pandemic, that wasn't possible anymore, right? It wasn't safe. So we took that virtual and we've had great success with that. Um, and again, it just so happens that we've had individuals find job opportunities through LinkedIn Local Tampa Bay, which we didn't set out with that, you know, I guess as the intended purpose, we set out just to allow people to make face-to-face -face connections. Especially right. in the tech community, it's so easy to get stuck behind your computer 
for yes. hours. I mean, now I know that's just our reality, but that will change. <laughs> I'm very hopeful. I, I'm hopeful too, but that is so great because um, I think networking is such a vital, um, just important part of just any community, really, not just the tech community, but also, you know, great opportunity for job seekers. And even if you have a job already, it's just a great way to meet new people, um, make new connections. You don't know who you could collaborate with or who you can help find um, a job for. So, um, and with all of these things that you've been um, so busy with, you've actually gotten three awards I think it's like two personal awards just for you and one as a group do you want to talk to us about those awards you received this past year sure yeah I was incredibly honored because of course I didn't in the beginning of the COVID pandemic set out to win any awards I mean that wasn't even something that I knew was possible but I yes I received the one of the Tampa Bay Tech, uh, I'm sorry, one of the Tampa Bay COVID-19 Heroes of Tampa Bay Award right. for all of the work that I put into. So at Computer Coach, in the very beginning of the pandemic, we realized that quite a few individuals in our community, our friends, people within our network, our you know former customers, our current customers, they were losing their jobs very rapidly, right? So I don't think- So many people were laid off. Absolutely. I don't think anybody- is shocked to hear that, you know, thousands and thousands of people were losing their jobs and it was really all around us. And so at computer coach, we said, well, what can we be, or what can we do to, to be a better community partner? And we opened up all of our job services, our, our career assistance to the public. And we just started helping individuals through learning how to look for a job because, you know, let's be real. If you had to look for a job even a year ago, it's totally different today than a year ago. And if you were fortunate enough to be at the same company for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, it's really different. You know, again, I think back to when I first started in this industry, there was no LinkedIn. LinkedIn's a huge component of job searching today, successful. It is. It really is. And, um, and that's a great thing. I know it was, a, a, of course, a virtual ceremony. And I believe it was presented by Mayor Jane Castor. Yeah, that was actually really awesome. It was it was really it was great. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I it's funny, because I really like to focus on other people. So having the spotlight on me is not something I'm <laughs> really comfortable with. But we all need to grow, right? We need to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. So in addition yes. to that, I was awarded the inaugural Tampa Bay Tech Bridge Builder Award for the connections that I was able to help individuals within our community create and connect and grow. And then with um, myself and my three other co-founders for Higher Up Florida, we were a Inno on Fire nominee for Higher Up Florida, which was, again, an innovative platform that, you know, we don't like to call it a job fair because we like to call it a connection event, like a hire, you know, a hiring right. event where we're connecting in job seekers and companies. But when you think about it, Every job fair was wiped out because there was no face-to-face. And some of the virtual job fairs 
I don't know if you've ever been to one, but you just kind of go in and then you just drop your resume and you may not get to see somebody. Maybe you'll get invited to like a face-to-face. Maybe you won't. And that just seemed really weird to me when I sat down and I started thinking about, you know, what can we do? I had some experiences from my face-to-face world where I have put together face-to-face job fairs, right? And then afterwards, I had a networking event where the employer stayed and the job seekers were able to really connect. And I, at that particular event, which was, gosh, that must have been in 2018, I guess, I really got to see some authentic connections being made. And then with, again, Daniela Diaz and Zach Duffy, the co-founders of High Tech Connect, which they had an awesome, amazing face-to-face networking platform as well, we kind of all four of us put our heads together and said, you know what, this worked, this worked, let's do this. And that's where Higher Up Florida was born. Exactly. Yes. No, um, I, I love Zach and Daniela. Um, High Tech Connect was one of my favorite monthly meetups, definitely to meet new people and I miss it so badly. Um, I did attend a couple of your um, job fairs back when they were physically uh, around and I was looking for a job and the, you know, the way you had organized them and and the companies that you would bring in and we did have, you know, face to face with those companies there, but essentially it was, hi, my name is, you know, Maria Vanessa, here's my resume. Okay, there's a line behind you next, you know, so sometimes even having that little bit of face to face, I love that you were able to grab that and be like, okay, now just network, you know, um, let's, let's take this to another level. Another way you've been helping. Um, I mean, one of many ways that you've been helping, you also have your own podcast, uh, called talent acquisition talks, uh, where you speak to different people, basically in the hiring field, different talent acquisition, um, positions, and they talk to you about what they go through, what's, you know, their day-to-day trying to um, hire people or going through resumes. I love this idea because finding a job is a job on its own. And it just seems like it could be quite the puzzle to solve at times. Like you said, depending on where you live also, what are your talents? What's your background? Um, What have you learned from speaking to your guests that you've had so far? Yeah. So talent acquisition talks really grew out of, I have had the pleasure for years of talking to recruiters, hiring managers, career coaches, because I've done this for 21 years, right? Wow. And I used to collect stories and I wanted to publish a book, which um, I never got to, but now that seems so 2000 and late, of (laughs) stories from recruiters. Because the truth be told, people do some crazy things in interviews. And I'm sure you're not one of them who would never do any of the crazy things. I hope not. (laughs) I started collecting these stories of what job seekers would do in interviews. And I mean, some of them are just insane. I mean, crazy. And I never had a title for the book, but then, you know, time progressed and podcast became a thing. And I said, you know what, this would be really cool. So I did launch talent acquisition talks, which I position it as it's insider secrets 
for jobs. I love that. Insider secrets. It is. And so I chat with individuals who are within the hiring process. Again, recruiters, career coaches, hiring managers, talent acquisition professionals, HR directors, anyone who's involved in the hiring process. I want to talk to them. And I ask them things like, what do job seekers need to do? What are the biggest mistakes they make? Honestly, do you ever read a cover letter? That is like the biggest question I get. And I have literally like phrased it now to cover letter or not. That is the question. That has always been in my mind. (laughs) Yes. And truthfully, more people, more people tell me, no, they don't read them than people who tell me, yes, read them. And the ones who say, yeah, I'll read them, say make sure they're short and make sure they're bulleted. Because the truth is, is that if it when you're on the recruiting side or you're on the side of trying to interview and hire individuals, it's time intensive. The job seeker side is time intensive. That's a full-time job to find a job, especially exactly. in the situation we've been put in where you're almost exclusively applying online, So many companies have applicant tracking systems. So you have to customize your resume, which that takes a while. You know, my customers will tell me it takes them an hour to an hour and a half if they're really all in on a job. Like they look at a job and they're like, wow, I really like this. By the time you, I mean, think about it. You got to fill out the application. You have to make the user profile, fill out the application, upload your resume, make sure it parsed correctly, answer the knockout questions. I mean, it takes time to make sure that you have no typos, no grammatical errors, all of that, right? Um, But some of the things I've heard, which, you know, you would think, wow, really? (laughs) Some of the biggest mistakes that people make, honestly, they forget their manners. Really? Yes. They will get so nervous that they will do things such as, In a face-to-face world, they won't stand up when the person comes in the room. They'll stay seated instead of standing to shake someone's hand, which, you know, you should just do that in life. If somebody comes to your table, you're meeting someone new, like you should stand up to greet them, not stay seated, right? Um, Saying thank you. If you've been taken on a tour, you know, if somebody stops and talks to you, well, saying, you know, thank you for your time, sending a thank you note, one of the biggest things. um, And it doesn't always have to be a physical note. I know you still appreciate a a handwritten note mailed, um, but my generation is like, you know, who does that anymore? And I don't even know about the younger generation, but I do agree with you. Some kind of note, some kind of thank you, email, LinkedIn message, something to say, thank you for your time. um, Thank you for the interview. uh, You know, something for sure. Sure. And it's, and you're absolutely right. It doesn't have to be a physical card. I mean, right now it's impractical to have a physical card, but an email. And so then I'll get told, you know, well, I didn't get the person's contact information. Well, you have wow. somebody's contact information. Yeah. So send it to the recruiter that set you up and ask the recruiter to pass it along. Correct. Um, yeah. My talent acquisition talks is a, uh, I, I love it. It's a, it's a, a passion project for me, as you said, because again, I get insider secrets, you know, and it's funny because I'll talk to one individual within the hiring process this week. Maybe I'll talk to somebody else next week and they'll have a completely different opinion. Right. And that just further complicates it for job seekers, which means as a job seeker, you really need to know what's going on 
in the process. You need to understand both sides. And when I'm coaching my customers at Computer Coach or when I, you know, am on a webinar and somebody asks a question, I'll often reference, you know, put your recruiter hat on. Let's think about what it's like to be them. Right. I know that we want a job. We need a job. But again, let's think about what their situation is. They've just gotten, you know, 200, 300 resumes for one job that they have to sort through. That's time intensive, right? It is. Um, And obviously, you talking to these people and talking to um, the job seekers, things have changed so much um, during the pandemic. And I know one of the things that you're doing in, I guess, part of Computer Coach is you have events throughout the week geared for job seekers. Um, could you tell us about some of those events and how I, we've spoken about this throughout our chat today, but how is it different, um, you know, during the pandemic that it's, is it more difficult doing these virtual meetups, um, virtual networking, virtual um, hiring events, like, how has it changed and what are you guys doing to help the job seekers? Sure. It is definitely changed. I mean, I think everybody knows that, especially anybody who's in the job seeker process or honestly on the recruiting side too. It's changed for them too, because there are some recruiters who were just accustomed to, for example, I'm going to go to, we'll just use High Tech Connect again, right? It's a monthly event. I know there's going to be 150 tech people there. I have tech roles. I'm just going to go and try to meet as many people as I can, and maybe I'll find the candidate that I'm looking for. And that's all been wiped out. You know, virtual events are difficult, no doubt. Um, They're awkward. Again, I lived in a very face-to-face world, so I myself had to get used to virtual events. You know, people will say to me, wow, you're so comfortable on camera. And I'm like, yeah, thank goodness I didn't record the very first ones I did because (laughs) it was awkward, right? I feel like from the job seeker side, they have to put more effort into making authentic connections. Yes. One of my great friends who has, you know, been a mentor to me in many ways, she uses the term a trusted network, right? We always say, oh, you got a network, you got a network, but it's about having a trusted network, right? People that will refer you, people who will refer opportunities to you in what we call the hidden job market, right? Statistics say anywhere from 70 to 80% of jobs never go published, right? They get given or suggested to individuals who are job searching, but it's somebody I know, you're a fit, or I really like your work ethic, I'll teach you the skills. And that's what we call the hidden job market, right? So the pandemic has, has complicated that for job seekers because you don't have these events where you can go to and, you know, in the morning have a cup of coffee and build that authentic relationship. You have to really figure out how to do it in a virtual world. And we talk about that in some of the webinars that we run, you know, as you said. Um, So at Computer Coach, we really have opened up to do as much as we possibly can. (laughs) So first off, I think listeners should know 
that if you are in the Tampa Bay community, regardless of what county that is, Sarasota, Manatee, Polk, Hillsboro, Pasco, Hernando, Pinellas, I may have missed one, but if you're <laughs> in the Tampa Bay community, there are training grants available right now that at Computer Coach will cover 100% of the cost if you're qualified for the grant. If you're approved, it'll cover 100% of the cost of our training classes so you can upskill because that is truly important in the job search process, right? If you you need to have updated modern skills. Like I know you went and you updated your skills, right? To be more marketable right. to the next opportunity. Right. And that's really important for job seekers. And I think what a lot of times people need to know about that is that doesn't mean you have to go back to a four-year degree. Like at Computer Coach, we specialize in short-term training classes that help people upskill and get back out into the workforce. And there's training grants that can cover 100% of that. So we run events to help people learn about the training grants that are out there on Wednesdays generally. On Monday, we have a career success coffee talk at nine o'clock in the morning, which honestly, we crowdsource solutions to job seeker situations. You know, there's so many job seekers that they feel isolated and alone. And that has definitely been, you know, I guess... It's gotten a lot more popular since the pandemic started, right? People just in general feel isolated, but job seekers especially feel isolated. And so we've brought together this community where, you know, let's say you're applying at Raymond James. There could be somebody else on the call who has a connection at Raymond James. Or let's say, you know, maybe you, after you had an interview, you said, oh gosh, I just answered that question really wrong. You know, what would have been a better positive spin on that. You know, other job seekers have been in those situations. So on Mondays, we crowdsource solutions to job seeker situations. On Tuesday, we run job search strategy webinars where we actually teach how do you get past the applicant tracking system? How do you, you know, do you write a cover letter? What should be on a resume? How far back should you go? How do you network? Like, how do you even do that? Like, it's awkward. It is. And then on Wednesdays, as I said, we have our training grant info sessions and our info sessions on Computer Coach because we do offer free career strategy sessions just across the board. On Thursdays, we run our Career Success Academy transition job group on it's a lunch hour group, so it's from 12 to 1. And that's just more detailed, really getting into the nitty-gritty of what did we cover on Tuesday, but let's do a deeper dive because we only have so much time in the week. And then on Friday, we have our guest speaker series where we bring in experts from all over, really. We try to focus on Tampa Bay, but from all over to really help job seekers understand you know, what it's like to be a recruiter. So we bring in recruiters and hiring managers and career coaches, and we do panel discussions. Like you were just on our hidden job market panel. Right? I was. What we did was we brought in four job seekers who all exclusively found their job through the hidden job market, which means they didn't apply online for the job. Yep. And we let them tell their story. And it's you know, all four of you had different stories. But we did. Found, yeah. But you all found opportunities that weren't publicly advertised, if you will. You know, right. really helps because one thing I have learned throughout my 21 years of talking to individuals on the talent acquisition side, referrals matter. Yep. And, you know, they'll tell you referrals are golden for them. It's the whole birds of a feather flock together, you know. <laughs> 
I think you have great work ethic. Thank I you. know that you are, you know, a go-getter. If you recommend somebody to me, I'm going to assume that's the type of person you hang out with, right? Similar to you. And so referrals are golden. And that has really been complicated during yeah. the pandemic for job seekers because you have to really try to make authentic connections and build that trusted network. You know, there is a recruiter locally, Angelica Chadwick, who always says it's never a bad idea to be connected to a well-connected recruiter. <laughs> true. That's so true. right. Yeah, she's so right because recruiters. Recruiters should know everybody, right? <laughs> exactly. And they do if they're well-connected and they're good at what they do. But funny enough, at Computer Coach, that was one of our most popular guest speaker series was how to successfully work with staffing agencies. Wow. Yeah, because it's hard for job seekers, you know, again, you just have to understand both sides. And I think that's really where I've been able to help the community is to bridge that gap on this is what they do. This is what job seekers do. We need to think alike so that we can find great connections and get some of Tampa Bay back to work, which I'm proud that we've been able to have an impact on that. Even if it's a small impact, oh, we've been believe me, It's been a lot bigger of an impact than you can probably even imagine. I think this has been amazing. The, the, you know, you've gotten some of the recognition um, that you and your team deserves because you guys have really, like I said before, gone out of your way to make sure the people that are hurting have, you know, have an outlet, have a way to find um, jobs, have a community, have, it's just amazing. Um, well, we will have the Eventbrite uh, link to all these events, um, as well as any other events hosted by Computer Coach in the show notes. I will also add uh, contact links for you, for Suzanne, for Computer Coach, and any other resources and links. You will find them all there in the show notes. Well, Suzanne, I want to thank you again so much for joining me today and to talk about not just the future of work, but the future of job search. Um, and to our listeners, thank you for listening. And until next time. Thanks for having me. This has been great. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today on the Empowering the Future of Work podcast. Don't worry if you think you've missed something. We include everything in the show notes. You can also participate in the conversation by heading over to intechideas.com and clicking on the podcast link. You'll find information on each podcast plus links to our social media channels to continue the discussion. Finally, make sure to subscribe to the show and share it with a friend. Until next time.